It's a very good evening to Patrick Mao. Thanks for joining us on the program. Thank you very much. Look, um, you're, you're a person that's uh, been around a fair bit of territory um, thus far, and um, I was sitting down listening to uh, some of your lyrics the other day, and I thought, what is it that you do first? Do you put the you put the, you put the music down, and then you do the lyrics, or you do it all together? Uh, most time, I'm, I, I usually do it all together. Yeah. However, um, it depends on the the environment. It has to be a state of um, inspiration. Uh, majority of the time, the lyrics comes to me. Uh, it's not so much lyrics; it's concepts and stories, messages really that sent by the universe. Uh, however, it comes to me, and then I I simmer on that for quite some time, and then really try to articulate what it is I'm trying to, what it is I'm feeling, and what do I want to express. Um, music is one form it comes out sometimes it comes out in different forms uh, but yeah that's how it really starts and then once the words start piecing together uh, or the idea for instance starts simmering enough uh, something happens where a piece of music comes into that play so it, it, it's it's like um, it comes however it comes so both of them at the same time yeah but uh, lyrically uh, I, I tend to get the feeling that the music's there to attract people in, that catch their attention. Then when you've got their attention, you've got something to say. Uh, yes, yes, that's one way to look at it. I mean, usually that's uh, a format that uh, a majority of the artists use. Yeah. Mine is more so that I, I believe the music, the arrangement is the soundtrack to the message. Yeah. So they both blend like we i design with the team um what that emotion and capture through musical elements that i want to be able to support this message uh and that's that's how i work uh it's not a random selection of music it's actually designed specifically for that particular message when when you're in this uh in this mode let's say right and yep. you, and, and you, you've got this uh, you've got something coming through do you feel sometimes that it's coming from another dimension that uh, that you're receiving it from? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Because I get an understand. I I believe in it, and I've studied myself a uh, enough. Like I go in internally and look at myself enough to know that it's when I'm at peak vibration, and it's all energy. And it's all um you know uh, not only energy but um, waves of radios. You know thought patterns. When I'm on a stimulated high frequency of vibration uh, my thoughts are connected to another um, dimension another realm and we all have the capability to do, to do this it's called inspiration and that's when you tap into the subconscious of creativity imagination and then you start seeing things um, you know in a wider spectrum uh, athletes get it when they're at high performance peak performance in in their game you can see them they get this determined focus artists get it when they uh, for me it's usually when I'm, I'm at peak I, I stimulated high um, uh, energy when I'm exercising you know things like that or when I'm um, at a certain form of hunger um, or in a space where the music just hits hits you and then it makes your hair stands up, that's when you know when you're in peak frequency and things just flow. So, yes, uh, it, it's, a, it's a human um, capability to be tapped into what you call the universe, the divine. And um, this uh, for myself and understood it and believed it, uh, it has been a part of my discipline and my focus when I'm creating. It's... It kind of, what it's sounding like to me is that you you've you've um, you found out who you are. Absolutely, that has been the journey I've been on for for many years. Like, um, really getting to know 
um, who I am, who, who me, uh, made me understand that everything external to me is uncontrollable. I cannot control it, but I can control how I respond to my current situations, whether it be emotionally, spiritually, intellectually. Like, that's all I really have control over. And uh, to be able to understand how I work um, presents me to, to be able to move better and communicate better. And that's, that's what, uh, for me anyway, the aspirations of life journey is. Uh, is to be able to, at the end of all of this, really understand who I was and you know who I am in this journey. So you're, it's a uh, another way of saying I am. Absolutely, yeah, I am, and that's it's interesting because that's the foundations of um, well, what one of the uh, foundations that attracted me to the culture of hip hop. Hip hop has this uncanny element where or ability to be able to. Um, uh, encourage you and support you to create your world like when i say i am my power it defines something in me it defines what i represent it becomes a vision and a mission all in one and i can embody that because i understand that this this art form or this culture of hip-hop now gives me that environment to be able to project that whether it be through microphones whether it be through other things like i've developed businesses and that's that's really also goes back to understanding self and that is what my album Blue Lotus, The Awakening, was about. It's the understanding of self. I kind of guess that. And then you just uh, use some flash words to uh, put it in another way. Look, you're, you're a role model for um, uh, a lot of people. Um, do you feel the pressure that you've got to be sort of around about 100% all the time? <laughs> you know, like- well, that's a gr- I like this question. This is a great question now. In the beginning, yes, because the ideology of a role model means that you get put up on this pedestal where um, it's the perfect idea of what an entity should be. But I call a person an entity. I heard it from, uh, and this is where I started to look at it differently, a good friend of mine and um, also another hip-hop artist by the name of C-Rock said, I don't want to be a role model, I want to be a real model. And a real model is someone who, through life experiences, can share that. Because this is what it's all about. The life lessons and life is and experiences are there to teach you. Uh, and you can learn from this. So everything that I've done, whether it be um, you know taking me down a wrong path or the right path, it's all based on experiences. And when I share this, the perspective is different because it's relatable. People know that there's going to be... Um, Trials and errors and tribulations in your in life. There's, there's going to be ups and downs. Nobody's perfect, but once you, I understood this. My operation, my focus on the ideology, was then removed because your expectation of me is not who I am, and I don't live by that. Ah uh, dear, yeah. Well, that was well answered. I got to say that much. Look, uh, let's let's go back a little bit uh, for you. Um, growing up in TIF, where we go right back at the start of things, um, how much of an influence has that ha- had on your present day music? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> is there a figure stop there? I'm just going to yeah, put that, yeah, that microphone right. back on. You want to plug that mic in? Yeah, we're right. We're uh, we, we lucky. We, this uh, is not live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're 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 recording right at the moment. Okay, but, no uh, worries. But it's okay. We uh, we we like to be a. Uh, uh, fluid uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, when, when it comes to our interviews, you know what I mean? You don't mind so, if uh, uh, we're talking about real life experiences yes. and, and, and having an expectation of being perfect. So that, that comes along to just test us yes. to see how uh, we 
we, we're going to be perfect in this interview. And no, no, we're not. We're, 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 real, we're real people. Yeah, so going back to the question mm-hmm. uh, is um, uh, gr- growing up in TI, how, how's that influenced your, your music? TI, well, the Torres Straits in general, culturally, very big foundation. It's, it's everything of who I am and what I represent uh, from a cultural perspective. It, it, it gave me the environment to be able to see a living culture thrive, uh, being able to um, create its world of the, uh, the elements, music, dance, language, um, kinship. Uh, and this is, growing up in that environment has really shown me a, a strong connection in culture, but in family as well. So I always will be based on that. Everything that I do um, uh, is is embedded with the philosophies of what I um, what I experienced growing up. Even when I'm creating businesses, I tell my team, like, we, our business culture adopts our traditional culture because the way we operate in this world is based on that foundation. My language... Uh, um, influence well my language guides me to be able to respond differently in conversations the way that I was taught culturally um, with its not only its philosophies but its protocols uh, informs how I communicate or in how I act in certain situations and I have in my and these years as, as I go on and discovering more of self have learned to be able to go back more and draw more from my cultural foundations because it has this um, this this great source of knowledge bank that stems back thousands and thousands of years, which I'm able to draw from that guides me in a saturated world with so much information. I mean, this world is so loud. If you if you stop and listen, it's so loud that an individual doesn't know how to navigate this. They're lost in self. But my culture is giving me tools and giving me philosophies and knowledge to be able to find myself in this journey. So, as a as a foundational point, it is it is paramount to my my being. I hear the drums. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say to that one. Uh, yeah, because that uh, that was passed on uh, mm-hmm. generation after after generation, and um, till it becomes basically a part of you. Absolutely, I'll just give you an example on something as simple as um, in the culture we have this term called sastaman. Uh, and by sustainment is um, uh, when you suss out somebody, you're checking them out. But in a deeper level context, you are told by um, the elders and knowledge keepers is to listen, not speak. My experience in speaking and communicating in a world full of communication, because that's my business, right? I'm, I'm an artist, I communicate. I, I hear so much people talking. Nobody takes the time to listen. When you stop and listen, you can hear the world for what it is. You can you can measure the stock of knowledge that a person has. You can actually find the gaps within the environment that you're in. All you have to do is stop, close your mouth, and listen. There's a reason why we have two ears between this head, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that that has played more of a role in my life now than when I first heard it. And I understand its importance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big one. I've uh, I've got one for you from uh, Einstein. He says. The bigger the ego, the less the knowledge. Yes. The less the ego, the bigger the knowledge. Absolutely. And that's something that seems to have uh, crept into your way of being, mm-hmm. uh, even though you are, you know, known far and wide uh, in, in some circles, but it, it, it hasn't seemed to have gone to your head. 
No, ego is a big thing, and it's interesting because um, I, Einstein, I studied that. Uh, Earl Nightingale, Jim Rohn. Um, we can even go to the modern ones, Tony Robbins, uh, Napoleon Hill. Uh, you know, all of these people. Um, Deepak Chopra, uh, who is it? Uh, Eckhart Tolle. They all speak about these same things, and I study these guys. These are philosophers and people. That's my interest. That's where my world is. Um, knowing ego and how to be able to and, uh, see that as a form of um, an external entity apart from self has given me better understanding of myself. And, you know, it's a great say. I, I don't know where I heard it from, but there was one term. I know Dane will like this one. One, one term where ego, they, they stood for acronyms of edging God out. And when you start, you know, start to think yourself apart from this universal connection and start placing yourself in the realm where you were a separate entity, like, um, you know, the ego, as they say, where your head, your melon swells, then it starts to be more detrimental um, to you. It, it'll be, it, it doesn't end good. And I, I discovered this well because I developed a, a strong ego. I thought it was character and personality, but as the beginning, uh, as a certain part of my career grew, so did that, um, that part. Fortunately for me that I had experiences and people around me that were able to check it and then I started to learn about understanding what ego is. And then now I even name my egos. I have different egos. I name them so I can know who comes out at times. It's a game I play with myself all the time. <laughs> I have multiple egos. It's like but it's it's like multiple personalities. I know who who I am in business mode. I know who I am in artist mode. Yeah. I know who I am just by myself as a as just Patrick Mao. But it, it's a great game if you can play with yourself, play, yeah. play yourself like yeah. that. Look, uh, if um, we, we've got someone listening right at this present point in time and they're sort of, uh, the world's a bit fuzzy for them, they, they don't know which uh, which direction to head. Yes. What's the one piece of advice you, you, you'd give them? There's so much. But I think in a basic foundational level, stop and just start to go within and try to try to hear your own thoughts and ask your own, your questions to yourself. Yeah. Develop and find yourself again. I mean, this is a hard time. Uh, I know I did this specifically when COVID happened. Um, it forced me to stop because I was so moving that I, I, I needed to take the time to reconnect to me. And this is a perfect opportunity to stop and meditate. I do meditation. Uh, silent time, reading, and go internally into my own thoughts and then rediscover me. Patrick, I would hope this is uh, one of uh, many conversations that we have. Me too. Thank you very much for having me on the program.